restore responsibility. Okay. Before you go any further in your weight loss journey, in your health journey, you must first restore responsibility. You need to take full responsibility that you are where you are because of you only. Not because of your situation, not because of your environment, not because of this person or that person or this, because of you. Okay? You need to take full responsibility for where you are right now. Accept where you are right now. Accept who you are, all of your flaws, all your imperfections, all your bad habits. Accept that your whole life has brought you to this moment. Okay? And it's not anybody's fault. Okay? The second you flip that switch is the second that you get control back. You take control back and a weight is lifted off your shoulders. Because now anything that comes your way, any goal you have, whether it's weight loss related or not, you can achieve because it's in your power to change it. You're not putting onus on anybody else. You're not blaming anybody else. You're not holding anybody else responsible for getting you to your goal. As soon as you take responsibility that your goal is your sole mission and you and you alone are going to get you there, a weightless off your shoulder, there's a burden that's gone, and you now have full control over the situation. Okay? And now, the reason that maybe you found yourself, either you know you do this or you don't know you do this, but to some degree we all do this, uh, and we, we try not to take full responsibility for things. We try to put the onus on other people so that or other things so that it doesn't hurt as bad that we haven't achieved what we want to achieve, right? Because if it boils down to, it's my fault I haven't achieved, well, then you really you feel bad about yourself, right? And it's not your fault that you have this type of thinking, okay? The fitness and health industry is flawed. There's a huge flaw in the fitness and health and weight loss industry. And that flaw is it's not meant to last. It's not meant to make you successful long term. The fitness and health industry and this weight loss industry, they want you to be successful short term so then you fall off and have to spend money again to rejoin something. So first and foremost, you need to understand that if you want to take responsibility back, you need to understand why you have been failing in the past. And first and foremost, the industry has been doing you wrong. The industry has been steering you in the wrong direction. Okay, everything you've tried is not geared towards long-term success. Okay, um, you know, the industry keeps giving you a new meal plan, a new workout app, a new supplement, a new waist trainer, a new detox, blah, blah, blah. These new things. And then this is all we're presented as the consumer. So we think this must be the new thing. This is finally going to be the thing that works. This is finally going to be the thing that I can be consistent with. Okay, because the way the industry is structured, it makes us think that we keep, have to, we keep having to grab at this external savior. There's this external thing that's finally going to save us, going to fix us, going to get us to our goals. And that's the biggest flaw of all. Okay, because it's not an external fix. There's not an external fix. I can give you the best meal plan. I can give you the best workout program in the entire world. But you still won't be successful. Because information is not enough. We do not have an information problem. That depression is on the rise and obesity is on the rise. Yet we have access to more information than ever before. Everybody knows that, you know, you shouldn't go to McDonald's for dinner or maybe you shouldn't have that second helping of pasta. We all know these things, but we don't do them. So we're not suffering from an information problem. We're suffering from an implementation problem. And the industry is structured and so that we keep thinking we need more information when really we need to practice implementing the information. 
And that and and that practice doesn't come from looking for an external savior like we've been doing, like you've been doing in the past, right? Knew this, knew that. Oh, this sounds cool. This sounds cool. Maybe this will work. My friend tried this. It comes from having an internal shift and becoming your own internal savior. Take that in for a second. There is no external fix that's going to get you to your goal. It's an internal fix. Because if you try a new program, but your habits aren't new, your mindset isn't new, you're not new, then you're going to get old results. And that's what's been happening to this point. So first and foremost, if we need to take responsibility for where we are right now in our health and in our fitness, we need to understand that you need to start an internal shift. You need to become your own savior. You need to stop grasping at everything that comes your way at this new this, new this. Stop being tricked into thinking something is going to save you when it's someone is going to save you. And that someone is you. And that, and that revelation is where that burden comes off of you. That weight is lifted because you know that whatever happens, you're in complete control. And then you no longer become the victim. You no longer play the victim role. Oh, woe is me. This happened to me. Why does this happen to me? Why can't I do this? If only I could do this. You're no longer stuck in that victim mentality. You break free and you start to change up here. Internal shift. And that's how you take responsibility. Okay, you take control back. Okay, so in order to restore responsibility, you need to avoid phrases like this. Okay, um, I have a sweet tooth. I crave on my period. Uh, I'm an all or nothing kind of woman. I wish I could do this. Why is this happening to me? I don't understand why I'm not losing weight. All these phrases, ladies, are not solution oriented. They sound like excuses and they sound like you're just complaining. There's no solution in there. There's no asking for help in there. It just sounds like this is what it's going to be and you've accepted that you're never going to reach your goal. So I don't want to hear, I have a sweet tooth. I don't want to hear, um, I crave on my period. I don't want to hear phrases like that because when you say it, you believe it. And you labor, label yourself with that identity. You associate yourself with having a sweet tooth. So instead of saying things like, I have a sweet tooth, I can't lose weight, I don't know what to do, instead of being in that victim mindset and not being solution-oriented, say change the dialogue, okay? Especially when you're writing posts in the Facebook group uh, or talking to fellow fit queens, change that dialogue. Instead of saying, I don't understand, be like, what am I doing wrong? One is victim mentality, one is solution-oriented. Can we see the difference there? Instead of saying, oh, I have a sweet tooth and I can't control it, say, I'm having sweet cravings right now. Does anybody have an idea of, of what I can do to fix that or how I can overcome that? Okay, very big difference. So restoring responsibility starts with having an internal shift, and an internal shift starts by changing the way that we talk about our situation and how we align our identities. Okay, so if you want to be successful, not just in this challenge, not just in, in health and fitness, but in every goal that you ever want to achieve in life, every milestone you want to hit, you need to take responsibility. Restore responsibility, put it on you. You are in control. And that thought should put you at peace, knowing that you are in control of your destiny. Anything you want, it's up to you. So restore responsibility. Pursue pain. So we're kind of taught throughout our life to avoid pain, right? Our, our parents shield us from pain. 
You shield your loved ones from pain. Um, our body tells us to avoid pain. You know, if we touch a hot surface, our body jumps away automatically. So our whole life is, is kind of built naturally to avoid pain. But here's the thing. And this is the thing that if you can understand and realize, life becomes easier. And that thing is that you need to stop avoiding pain and you need to face pain straight on. You need to pursue pain. You need to look for opportunities to fail. You need to not avoid it because they come. And if you avoid failure, if you've been avoiding pain, when it does come, because it's inevitable, when it does come, it's very destructive because you weren't prepared for it. So pursuing pain means that you accept that you're going to fail, you understand that you're going to fail, you accept that it's going to happen, and you understand that it's, it's part of your growth. You understand that it's part of your journey. In fact, you won't reach your goal unless you fail. Okay, the only difference between you and me, the only difference between a master and a beginner is that the master has failed more times than the beginner. Failure is a gift. Failure is not a thing that just happens. Failure is showing you something that's been wrong. Failure is a symptom of something that's been wrong and it's showing you what needs to be fixed so that you can grow. Okay, failure is the universe testing you, seeing if you're ready to level up. So don't avoid it. Don't let it discourage you. Don't let it dishearten you. Don't let it slow you down because it has in the past. In the past, you fail. Maybe you blew your diet. Maybe you missed a workout. Maybe you went on vacation. Something threw you off. You felt, you felt guilty for falling off, so you stopped trying. And that cycle has been repeating for a while. But if you pursue pain, if you go head first into pain, it can't scare you because you're looking for it, because you appreciate it. When someone fails, I go, congratulations. I say, congratulations, you failed. What did you learn? How did you level up? How are you a new, stronger person now? So take a second and really understand what that means. You have to pursue pain because failure is going to come. We're not perfect, we're humans, we're flawed, myself included. I have flaws, I'm imperfect, and we're going to fail. But instead of letting failure throw you off, instead of letting it discourage you and completely uprooting and destructing your whole lifestyle and your routine and your results and your progress, you fail forward. Fail forward. Accept the experience, learn why it happened, and implement what you've learned into the next time that failure happens again, into the next failure you encounter. Because we're not asking you to be perfect. We will never ask for perfection, only progression. And the only way you progress is if you know what you're doing wrong and you learn what you're doing wrong by failing. So never perfection, always progression, and only 1% better every time. Only 1% better every time. It's not about being perfect. If you go into this thinking that it's you want to be perfect and you're going to be super, super strict, you're going to blow out at the end. You're going to blow up at the end. Because it's not about being perfect. It's about instilling healthy habits, healthy mindset to be successful long term. So pursue pain. 
okay? How do you pursue pain? How do you change your mentality surrounding failures? Well, you can start with the way that you talk, okay? So instead of saying, I'm discouraged by my way in this week, I'm disappointed that I couldn't follow the meal plan, uh, I'm upset that I forgot to drink all my water, instead of saying statements like that, change it. Be like, I didn't drink all my water today because of blank. Don't do a blanket statement where there's no ownership, where there's no responsibility, where there's no solution. I'm upset I didn't lose weight. Well, now what? That doesn't sound like you want to fix why you didn't lose weight. So you have to switch that mentality. Instead of saying, I'm upset, blank. I'm discouraged, blank. I'm disappointed, blank. Say, this happened because of this. And then you get to say, now I know what caused it. Now I'm going to work on it. And then the next time it happens, you're more prepared. And then slowly but slowly, you build your tolerance, you build your tolerance, you learn, you grow, you put a brick on top of each other. And one day that failure, one day that flaw, one day that trigger that you have doesn't affect you anymore. But it's a process. And pursuing pain starts by changing the way that we react to things, changing the way that we perceive our failures, uh, because they will happen, and you will have failures, big or small, in this challenge. Okay, um, but how you respond to them, how you look for solutions after them, and how you implement those solutions afterwards determines your success. It's not about how many times you fail, it's about how many times you can get back up. How many times are you willing to eat shit and get back up? Because that's what it's about. That's what fit queens do. There's no secret here. We just keep getting back up and we are stronger and we level up because of it. And that's super, super, super important. Okay, so pursue pain, don't avoid it, okay? Go head first into it and look for a solution after it happens. Don't let it win. A failure is only a failure when it wins because it wants to throw you off. When a failure throws you off, when it makes you demotivated, when it makes you give up, when it makes you slow down, then it's a failure. If a failure happens and you become stronger and you come out stronger on the other end, it's not a failure, it's a lesson. So change the way you think about it, change the way that you word your failures and talk about your failures and pursue pain, especially during this challenge. Facts over feelings. So here we go. Um, you know, this world has kind of turned into... Uh, a mishmash of emotions like everybody gets offended so easily uh, everybody has, is, has emotions are so high uh, emotions are unstable they're all over the place uh, and because of kind of this culture that's being created right now um, we often get trapped in our feelings and here's the thing about feelings they're inconsistent they change uh, and there's no they don't give you a clear path right sometimes your feelings lie to you um, so to be successful you need to have facts. You need to have facts so you can double check your feelings. Okay? So having facts is like this. If you opened up Google Maps right now and in the you put in your destination and you press go, are you going to be given directions? No. You can't get directions. You cannot get a clear path unless you know your direct starting coordinates, your exact starting point. So having facts is going to give you an unbiased, objective view of where you currently are. So where are you right now? 
okay? Instead of relying on how we think we are, how we feel we are, we have facts to put into our GPS to get us to our destination the fastest and the most efficient. That's why facts are so important, okay? Um, when you don't have facts, okay, what ends up happening is, and this has probably happened to you in the past, you meet a program where it is. So you meet a program where it starts. And what ends up happening is you start this healthy living program, this weight loss program, whatever, it goes great, uh, but you fall off because you met it where it's at. And you couldn't sustain it because it didn't fit into your lifestyle. And instead of meeting a program where it's at, the program has to meet you where you're at and you where your facts are, your starting facts. Okay? Um, and in the past, you've been program hopping. You've tried a bunch of different things and nothing has worked long term because you didn't know your starting point. So how could you judge what's going to work? How could you make that decision without knowing where you are? Right? Too often, um, we, we stop at level one. So we try, let's say we tried keto, and we did it, but we stopped. We lost motivation and we stopped. We made it to level one. And then we tried intermittent fasting. We made it to level one, uh, then you went on vacation or you lost motivation and you stopped. Then we tried a six-week challenge. Stopped, didn't work, made it to level one. Then we tried some fat burners, made it to level one, whatever. Weight Watchers, Jenny Craig, fill in the blank, anything you tried, okay? And you keep making it to level one, losing motivation or life getting in the way, and then you stop, and then you look for something new to try. And we keep making it to level one, level one, level one. And we keep making it to level one on a hundred different things. But it's not about a hundred different things. It's about making it to level 100 on one thing. Listen to that again. It's not about making it to level one on a hundred different things. It's about making it to level 100 on one thing. Imagine where you would be right now if you made it to level 100 on something. Imagine where you would be. Imagine. So knowing your facts, knowing your starting coordinates, knowing your weight, your measurements, your clothing sizes, Knowing all of these, staring at your, yourself in the mirror naked. When's the last time you did that in a full-length mirror? Or have you been avoiding mirrors? Right? Putting on that pair of pants you've been avoiding because you've been wearing high-waisted leggings to tuck in your tummy. Right? Look at the facts. Lay out the facts. Don't avoid them. Don't hide from them. Okay? Don't hide from them because you're scared of facing the reality. The only way you can start a successful weight loss journey, a successful health journey is if you accept where you are right now, face the facts, and love yourself through all seasons, okay? And knowing that you're bettering yourself is enough to make you feel okay with where you are at right now because you know you're doing the steps to change it, okay? So facts are so important in understanding where we are. So we stop program hopping, so we stop falling off and being inconsistent, and so we can stick with something long term and finally reach level 100, not just level one, not make it halfway to our goal, not hit our goal and then backtrack. Never backtrack again. If you follow these core principles, you will never need another program again. This is all you will ever need. And that's super exciting and super freeing. And, and what a huge relief, right? Because how many times have you said, I'm going to start next Monday and never did, right? How many times have you said, this will finally be the time that's going to work, that I'm going to stick to it, and it wasn't. 
right? How many things have you tried? How many times have you disappointed yourself and let yourself down? No more, no more. And that starts by learning the facts, facing them in the face, okay, so that you can slowly level up instead of selling yourself short and stopping after level one like you've done in the past, okay? Now, how do we look at the facts, okay? So you need to have measuring tools, okay? How do we look at the facts? The facts are tangible, numerical data, okay? It's like, uh, it's like statistics, okay? It's stats. You need to have measurable data to measure your progress, okay, and to measure your starting point. So there's lots of different ways you do that. You do that with the number on the scale, body fat percentage. Take your measurements. Try on some clothing, okay? Take pictures. Um, when you get compliments from, from other people, um, when you progress in a workout, these are all tangible things you can use to measure your progress. They're all different tools you can use to measure the facts of where you are, okay? And the more tools you have in your toolbox, the more prepared you are for when one of the tools stops working. So here's an example. Let's say you step on the scale and it's not moving one week, okay? But you have pictures that have shown huge decrease in that tummy, or you have um, an inches, you've been taking your measurements, and the inch around your stomach says, you, says you've lost half an inch that week. So having different measurement tools is so important to maintain motivation, okay? And why do we need to maintain motivation? Because motivation is inconsistent. But if we can have a system in place that gives us spurts of motivation, we can be consistent and not stop after level one and make our way up to level 100 because we have all these tools to help us. Okay, so if you want to start, you want to start to analyze the facts when measuring your progress, okay? Uh, and that starts with having all these tools in your toolbox and then starting to change the way that you talk to yourself. So, I don't want to hear, I feel like I'm on track, I think I'm losing weight, um, you know, all this, I, 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 my, my mom says, like, I don't want to hear all of this feelings and these thoughts. Those aren't tangible data showing me you're in the right direction. Okay, and if you don't have tangible data, you can't prove to yourself that you're progressing because you failed so many times in the past that you still subconsciously think you're going to fail. You still subconsciously think you can't reach your goal. So you need these motivational tools in your toolbox to prove to yourself that you are progressing. Concrete evidence. You have evidence showing that you're progressing. My weight has gone down every week. My inches went from blank to blank. Look at the pictures. Look at the difference in the pictures. Look at how stronger I am. I can add weight to my workout. I, can, I don't need to rest as long. So these are tangible things that you can use to measure your progress. Super, super important. I don't want to live in feelings. I don't want to live in thoughts, okay, because they are deceiving and they are immeasurable, okay? And if you want to maintain some normal level of motivation and not be thrown off like you were in the past and stop program hopping, you need to know the facts and have them laid out in front of you so you can measure your progress, uh, your unbiased progress at all times, okay? So facts over feelings. Repeat repetition. Repeat repetition. So this one is really near and dear to my heart because I've been on my own weight loss journey, my own health journey, and I've lost over 70 pounds now. And it took me about seven tries, seven long, grueling, disappointing tries to keep my weight off and get the toned body that I've always wanted and be able to keep it. Seven times. I lose weight, gain it back, lose weight, gain it back, lose weight, gain it back, always losing my progress. It took me seven times. Um, and, you know, I kept looking for this 
this thing to save me. Um, this external fix, this new program to come save me. And on the seventh try, it finally clicked. It's just repeat repetition. And this is what I mean. How many training sessions, how many hours in the gym do you think an Olympic athlete put in before they even qualified for the Olympics? How many hours of training, uh, how many hours in the anti-gravity chamber do you think an astronaut had to put in before he could even step foot in a rocket? You know, we see all these people in social media who've made it, who got to where they want to be so quickly, and then we start comparing our journey to their, to theirs. Um, but it's not that simple, and it doesn't happen fast. It's about enjoying the journey too. Too often we're rushing somewhere. That astronaut spent years training. That Olympic athlete spent their entire life training. They put in the reps. They put in the repetitions to get to that end goal. And too often, we give up when it's the most important part. Because in any journey, you're faced with the fork in the road. Give up or keep going. And in the past, the give up road seemed like the best option. It made the most sense. It provided the most clarity. You knew what direction that one would lead you. And the, lo and the road to keep going was unclear. You didn't know what to do. You didn't understand. You didn't know how to do it. But if you just keep repeating, if you just keep putting your reps in, doing the boring work, it pays off. So whenever you're stuck at that fork in the road, give up or keep going. Keeping going is clear. There's clarity in keeping going. Just keep doing what you're doing. Even if you're not seeing results, even if you're discouraged, even if someone made a nasty comment about you, it's about putting in your reps. If you want your bicep to grow, what do you do? You go to the gym and you put in the reps. If you want your follow through muscle to grow, what do you do? You have to keep practicing following through. And up until this point, you have not been practicing following through. You've been able to follow through while motivation lasted, but then when it came time to actually practice following through when it was difficult, that's usually when we gave up because giving up was the more clear option of what to choose. But now you know that you have to repeat repetition. You have to train your follow through muscle. You're going to see all the fit queens, myself included. I always say hashtag follow through muscle. I wake up early, go for runs when I don't want to. I work late and finish a project for you guys when I don't want to. I do things I don't want to because I know they pay off in the long run. I train, I strengthen, I practice my follow through muscle. My follow through muscle grows every day because I put in my reps. I don't give up because it's the easy thing to do. I practice and I train my follow through muscle. Right? And same thing, follow through consistency. It's the same thing. If you want to be consistent at something, if you've been racking your brain and struggling to be consistent with something long term, ask yourself, have you been practicing consistency? When you weren't consistent, did you just try and be consistent even a little bit? When you fell off, did you just try and get that follow through back a little bit? Probably not. Because we usually develop this all or nothing behavior. So we're all in and we exercise seven days a week and eat a salad every day or we're all out and the wagon doesn't just, you don't just fall off the wagon, the wagon bursts into flames, right? So ask yourself, have you been strengthening your follow through muscle? 
Have you been practicing being consistent? You don't just magically, you're not magically able to follow a plan one day. There's not a magical program or meal plan or workout routine that you're going to get one day and be like, oh, this is something I can do forever. It doesn't work that way. It's never going to work that way. So number one, stop waiting for that. And realize, number two, that's all about just practicing consistency. Just practice, just keep going. When you fall off, when you're not consistent, just bring back in the consistency. Do a little bit here, a little bit there. Repeat repetition. You know what you got to do. Everything in this program, you have every single tool you need to be successful forever. You just need to practice following through, and you haven't. Okay, you've been falling off and thinking that the next program will be the one that helps you be consistent. When really, you just have to stick to the same thing and practice consistency. Strengthen your follow-through muscle. Okay? Too often, uh, you know, we fall off or we lose motivation um, and we stop being consistent with our healthy habits or the new routine we built. Whatever reason, we fall off. Uh, and then we look for something new to help us. And this is, and this is really important, guys. This is the behavior pattern that's toxic. This is the behavior pattern you keep convincing yourself is the right road and the right path, but it's actually the root cause of all your inconsistency and all your lack of motivation problem. And that is that you keep looking for a new solution with the same behavior pattern. You keep looking for a new solution, but the not, there's not a new solution that helps you be consistent right? The solution isn't the, 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 the keto diet. It isn't intermittent fasting. It isn't Weight Watchers. That's not the solution, okay? And jumping from thing to thing, even though you think it's a different solution, it's the same solution because you're perpetuating the same behavior pattern of thinking this thing, this external thing is going to save me and be consistent. But it's the same solution. Keep trying new programs is the behavior pattern that has gotten you inconsistent in the first place. Because you haven't been able to be consistent with one thing. You haven't been practicing being consistent with one thing. So all these different programs, fill in the blank, 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 all these different programs, they're not all new solutions. It's the exact same solution, and it's just coming in different wrapping paper and tricking you into thinking it's a new solution. Every time you try something new, it's not a new solution. There's no hope there. You're not going to reach your goals because it's the same behavior pattern. You've tricked yourself into thinking, oh, this time is it. But you've done nothing different. You've, you've gone through the exact same solution you tried before. The, the, this, just this solution is just in a different wrapping paper. So you trick yourself into thinking it's a new solution. And you trick yourself into thinking that you're on the right path because you're trying something new. But you're trying nothing new. This behavior pattern is toxic. So recognize that that behavior needs to stop. You need to stop that cycle, recognize that everything you've done is the same thing, just different wrapping paper. Okay, so repeat repetition. Strengthen your follow-through muscle. Just keep being consistent, even this much when it's hard. It's easy to be consistent when you're motivated, but it's when you're not motivated that it matters the most. And usually what happens in the past, when there's no motivation, there's no consistency. So do, don't rely on something as inconsistent as motivation to practice consistency. Okay? So repeat repetition. Do the boring work. When it gets boring, when it gets mundane, when you feel like, oh man, I don't want to do this anymore. That's exactly when you should work even harder at the same thing. Okay? This is one of my favorite because until I realized this, I kept failing. I kept looking for something new. 
until I realized I just had to practice following through on one thing. I unlocked all of my potential. It's crazy, and I want to do that for you guys. So repeat repetition. Just keep going. Burn bright. So what do I mean by this? You have to burn bright. You have to be seen. Make yourself known. Declare that you're here, okay? If you hide in the background, so will your results. And I mean, what I mean by that is you're not going to get any. You need to engage, 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 okay? Put yourself out there, okay? Karma, what goes around comes around. Put positivity, put support out there, and you're going to get it back, okay? If you hide in the background, so will your results. Burn bright for everybody to see, okay? To get support and motivation and to inspire others too, okay? Because we can all agree that motivation is inconsistent. Motivation is like this. It comes up and down. It comes and goes. It comes and goes. So we can't rely on motivation to push us through, okay? Motiv motivation can't be the only thing we're relying on to be successful, okay? So if your motivation is up here and another fit queen has motivation down here, by burning bright, you can bring her up here. And then when your motivation is down here and another fit queen is up here, she'll bring you up here. And it's a give and take and it's a balance. It's a strategy to make sure you can maintain motivation and remember your goals, even when you don't feel like it. So you have to burn bright, okay? Having a tribe and being surrounded by, uh, by like-minded women is so important, okay? Because you can't rely on your family, you can't rely on your friends, and you can't rely on yourself, okay? Because you and your family and your friends are inconsistent with support and inconsistent with motivation, okay? Sometimes they're the ones that knock the cupcake out of your hands. Sometimes they're the ones that put the cupcake in your hands. So yourself and your friends and your family, they're inconsistent with their support, so you cannot rely on them. You need to have a constant in your life. You need to have consistency in your life. A, a tribe that you know is going to be there. And that's what Fit Queen is. So burn bright in your tribe. Contribute to your tribe. Use it to your advantage. It's there. It's, this, it's the hidden secret to success, having this tribe. Having a consistent, steadfast tribe is so comforting. Okay? So, so, so important. Um, and... It's important because of a couple reasons. Having this tribe uh, and seeing everybody's success, number one, is going to get rid of all your excuses. Okay, you can't hide behind any excuses because if one fit queen is successful, there's no reason you shouldn't be. If I can do it, you can do it. So a tribe is really helpful for consistent motivation, for, for getting you, to stopping you from hiding behind your excuses, okay, from changing your beliefs. Because right now we have limiting beliefs. We kind of have like a helmet of the stories we tell ourselves, of these limiting beliefs, okay? Uh, our tribe is going to help break these limiting beliefs and create new stories, new successful positive stories that really will encourage you and change your mindset so you can actually accomplish anything you put your mindset to, okay? And then first and foremost, having a tribe is just fun. Losing weight, being healthy can be boring sometimes. It can be hard sometimes. But it shouldn't be lonely because it can be. It can be if you are alone. But with a tribe, it's fun. It's exciting. You get to share your victories. Talk through your struggles. You get to be inspired by other women. You get to do the inspiring for other women. 
It is amazing. A tribe is so, so important. Okay, so you have to burn bright. How do you burn bright? You comment, you like, you post, you engage with everybody, get to know people, embrace the fit queen mindset, just completely envelop yourself in the fit queen culture. Okay, and you'll be unstoppable. The most successful clients we have are the ones whose name I remember. And why do I remember their name? Because I see it the most in the Facebook group. Okay, and how do you do this, guys? We spread glow, or we glow another fit queen. G L O W. So we spread glow. So G stands for generosity. Spread generosity. Give. Give compliments. Share. Give. Be generous with your support. Okay, that's what G stands for. L is love. Show love. Just show support. Encourage them. Great job. Amazing results. I'm so inspired by you. Be generous. Show love. Oh, optimistic. Optimism. Spread some optimism. Be positive. You can do it. I know it's tough right now, but you can make it through. Spread, spread optimism. Give hope. Okay? And then W is wisdom. Spread your wisdom. Spread your advice. Talk through your own experience. Okay, so spread glow. You burn bright by spreading the glow or glowing another fit queen, G-L-O-E. Okay, if you do that, there's no way you're going to ever fail because you've got the fit queens back and fit queens have your back. And that's what this is all about, having each other's back. So burn bright.